0: You're listening to the Inbound Logistics Podcast with today's guests, Jim and Steve Saifan of Sifan Logistics. The strain on the supply chain over the last two and a half years has reverberated throughout the industry. Its effects have been amplified and exacerbated by shortages in not just capacity, but also capable talent throughout all facets of the industry. As companies look to respond to the great resignation, what is the industry doing to attract, prepare, and retain the next generation of supply chain professionals? Jim and Steve Sifan join us to share their approach to building the supply chain of tomorrow today. Joining me today on the Inbound Logistics Podcast is Jim Sifan, CEO, and Steve Sifan, Executive Vice President of Sales and Operations for Sifan Logistics. Jim, Steve, thank you so much for joining the show today.
1: Thank you. Glad to be here. We're both glad to be here.
0: It's great to have you both. It's great to have you both. Uh, today, we're going to be talking with uh, Inbound Logistics magazine publisher, Keith Biondo. Uh, he'll be talking with you guys about education in logistics and the supply chain. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, gentlemen, I'd like you to introduce yourselves to our audience. If you could uh, tell us a little bit about yourselves, a little bit about your background and what is currently going on with you in and SciFan Logistics today. So, uh, Jim, I'll ask you to take that away, sir.
1: Thanks. Thanks uh it's jim syphon and i'm ceo of, of syphon logistics i started in the uh, brokerage field in the early 70s and have uh, followed it of course uh, actively through deregulation uh into the time that we became uh, logisticians if folks know what i'm talking about and um our original company uh what that we formed with myself and my two sons was Turbo Logistics. Uh, in 06, we sold it. Uh, and we took a five-year sabbatical or non-compete. The day after that was over, we started Sifan Logistics. That was about 12 years ago. Our original company, we grew to about a little over 100 million a year. Uh, here at Sifan, we've been in at uh, it for 12 years, and we're approaching 500 million mark. Um, that requires a lot of personnel, a lot of highly trained and highly skilled uh, individuals to help us do that or to do it themselves. The pandemic that uh, we've been living with for the last two and a half years uh, has created some real issues in finding the right kind of folks to come to work with uh, with us here at SIFAN. So a couple of two, three years ago, I began to develop a relationship with uh, universities that are here in Northeast Georgia and one up in North Carolina, App State, um, to help source qualified people from their ranks or from their graduates, uh, and in particular, the ones that had good logistics courses and programs. And um, I'll stop for myself at that point and i'll
0: pass it off to steve hello hello excellent yeah steve please uh give us a little bit about yourself sir
2: hey there i'm steve siphon i'm the executive vice president slash back room cleaner at uh siphon logistics <laughs> <laughs> uh, pr- proud to be on the um podcast with you guys um i'm over operations or maybe it's over me uh and the sales side of our companies uh so that's what i primarily focus on and that is so much the the pool i'm involved with is is the uh, operation sides from track and trace to the carrier sales customer sales a little bit
3: on the it side uh, but that's that's pretty much my area so, Steve, a uh, quick question. Uh, Jim mentioned that uh, recruiting and finding qualified folks uh, is difficult, especially during the pandemic and a lot of the changes we've been uh, going through in the past two and a half years. But even prior to that, is is this initiative going to solve some of the operational issues or or, or is uh, that too long term really to make an immediate difference?
2: I think so. I think just awareness. I mean, the word logistics is, is not a hundred um, year old word. I mean, transportation, obviously, you can go back as far as you want to, but I think there's a lot more awareness uh, on just how big logistics is. I mean, we're a small segment of it, but uh, just getting awareness out there to the colleges and even to the high schools in, in a bigger way than ever, um, getting the, what I'll say the Steve Siphons of the world that college might not have been the, the best option for me. So I went straight into work and, and learned it from the ground up. So I think awareness is helping us the most as far as w- between the high schools and the colleges.
3: That's interesting you said high schools because uh, one of the initiatives we had done uh, several years back is to introduce logistics to high school folks, because some some folks go into transportation logistics, supply chain, and they get OJT, which is really what you mentioned you had on the job training. So uh, is, has that been an effective uh, focus of the resources on the high schools or is it more in line with the, uh, the colleges?
2: No, it has. It's in the new phase. We're in our second year. The you know, maturity level is what it is, but um, they're out there. So the, the 17, 18 year olds, some of them are 19 seniors can come in. And and again, it's a, a new field for them and getting the awareness into the schools. Um, we, we have planned to go in and do um some on-site meetings and and introduce what logistics is, at least from our segment to the high schoolers, because all they know is what they've been exposed to. And and very few have been exposed to, at least our side of what the supply chain is. So we look forward to continue to grow that. Our superintendent is on board here in Hall County and in Gainesville. And and, um, I believe there's a a great number of uh, young adults that may or may not want to go to to college, or maybe they do and in the meantime would learn this trade. Going to a technical school and and so forth. So, hope that answered some of the question.
3: Yeah, that's great. Great. So, I I have a question for Jim. Jim, I I, we've been uh, we know each other for a long time. I started in 1990, and I noticed that your interest in logistics education started 1990. You kind of made a uh, a tour of some of the educational institutions in in your area. Uh, I believe you said at that time logistics was a passion. Uh, something that we fully agree with, and uh, not not only to solve some of the uh, the problems that folks are facing and, and increasingly complex problems, but to give young folks a really good career where they can have hands-on uh, approach and really make a difference in their jobs. That's so so important for people when they work to see that they're actually moving the needle, making a difference. So, can you can you go back in time and tell us when you first got started uh, being interested in supporting logistics education?
1: Uh, sure. Our uh, first company in the last few years, uh, the pool of available people that could um, uh, operate in uh, the fast paced environment, the um, IT, extremely uh, reliant on IT application, uh, began to shrink in our area. Um, it, it made me think that, um, you know, we're going to continue to grow, we're going to have people and uh, to pull them out of Atlanta or other areas, even though they're only about 50 miles away from them, would, uh, of course, increase the cost of recruiting and uh, finding our people, plus um, uh, would be a good bit more difficulty. So I began to think about uh, who I could reach out to or what, uh, how I could go about um, helping the company, uh, have a steady supply of um, uh, people that were capable of doing what we do and uh, in, in our business. So I began to go around and visit to the colleges, uh, the universities, uh, even the trade schools, uh, as Steve said, in our general area. Um, not only we are in the logistics business, we have a dealership for uh, terminal tractors. And so f- from the trade school, uh aspect uh welders and mechanics and refrigeration mechanics are uh, uh is what they train for primarily and uh, we've enjoyed the fruits of that with several people to come straight out of the trade schools and come to work for our dealership
3: when when you first made that tour of the schools Um, I know back in the day, transportation management was part of business law or something like that. Logistics really wasn't uh, taught that much that that we found. And so we went on a missionary thing, too, and and tried to get some schools interested in getting a specific courseware. So you went back and you made a tour of educational uh, institutions in your area. What was the receptivity like? Were they receptive or did they say, why is this important? Well,
1: surprisingly, uh, they were all receptive. They all, uh, there's, <laughs> If you want something done, um, and, and I don't say this, um, I don't mean it to sound uh, like it's going to sound, but schools depend on um, a lot of contributions to help them uh, successfully uh, teach kids how to determine what they want to do for the rest of their life and then educate them along that path. Um, And so that they always uh, seem to me that they're always uh, ready to listen to uh, different industries that come to them seeking um, help and finding people that um, uh, are suitable for that particular industry. So uh, I wouldn't say that uh, uh, right away I was welcomed with open arms. Uh, But uh, after a few meetings and with some of them strategically uh, that didn't have a logistics program, once they came over and visited us and we got uh, drilled down and got in the weeds about what starting uh, salaries would be, what opportunities would be, the fact that uh, we have a very large number of people that earn six figures a year Uh, they began to perk up and take note. Uh, Georgia Tech, University of Georgia, uh, App State already had a logistics program in their um, offerings uh, for courses. Uh, Some were uh, more extensive than others, but they still all uh, swirled primarily around warehousing and distribution. And as I began to get them to come and visit and see what happens between the warehousing or the manufacturing of their processor, or their assembly plant, and then the distribution, and then from distribution to end user, uh, they began to realize there's a real story there and a lot of activity, uh, which involves either asset trucking or third party trucking. Uh, So they began to uh, understand the value of it. Subsequently, if you want to move to date, I can uh, can bring you up to date uh, on what's uh, particularly going on with several of the colleges that are that we've really embraced and and developed intern uh, programs for.
3: Sure, I mean uh, I, I know that you all have started an initiative at the University of North Georgia that uh, I, I think it's called the Logistics Lab or Third Party Logistics Lab. Is it running right now, or will it be running soon?
1: Anything in life that's worth doing you have to contribute if you it can be uh your time your effort uh, the things you know uh your resources one way or the other there's a contribution to be made um, and we're always willing to do that if it seems viable in this particular case with ung university of north georgia uh, they became so eager to include logistics in their curriculum uh, in their offering for courses that uh, we sat down and kind of mapped out a uh, future plan of how that could happen. And one of the things was Mike Cottrell, uh, a businessman here in Gainesville, had given them a um, very large sum of money just to um, improve their business college, which was which he started some years ago there, uh, or sponsored some years ago. In that effort, included about a $15 million um, donation to build a new building to house classrooms and administrative offices for the business school. Uh, Inside that building, uh, there were opportunities. In other words, they hadn't assigned uh, certain numbers of square footage in that building to any particular course line. I got with Mary Gowan, the Dean of the Business College uh, and Benita Jacobs, the president of the college, and uh, offered to um, have them come over, both come over and visit uh, our building, see how we do what we do. And after they've done that, uh, which they did, proposed that we develop a lab uh, inside that new building. That uh, copies and uh, creates or recreates the same thing we do here—the same environment, um, uh, the same sort of desk, the same uh, IT or computing hardware—and uh, then we could hold classes inside that lab, and they would feel like they were in the midst of their daily activity.
3: That's a, a great, a great approach, Jim. I'm, normally, it's uh, sequestered; it's separate; it's different. But that's really an immersive uh, approach. It, it, uh, it sounds fantastic.
1: Well, it is. I'm, I'm really, really proud and pleased and humbled. It's not quite built yet. It should be done by the fall of this year. Uh, it be complete. Uh, all the furnishings are in. Uh, by the way, um, Tom McLeod is a personal friend of mine, and he started his business the same year that we started our original company. We met at one of the trade association meetings and sort of hit it off. He originally had an uh, asset-based software. He realized what the brokerage industry uh, or the logistics industry would do uh, or could do with um, if they had the right kind of software. So he and I um, and our companies, along with uh, Greg and Steve, my two sons and my equal partners in life and in business, Help put together and create the software that is now Tom McLeod software for all types of uh, 3PLs and 4PLs. It's the premier software. Uh, Tom has donated that software to the college uh, along with people to come and educate the students on how to use it. We have an IT department here, and of course we'll, we're will we gonna be getting in the midst of it and uh, we'll be at their beck and call them to go over there and help them learn uh, what they need to learn on how to use the software. After they um, go through their course, and first we're uh, at UNG, we're setting up to develop a, um, a certificate. We've hired a new um, professor uh, to come and that's capable of teaching logistics and, um, and it's what he wants to do. Uh, so we're going to have a two-year certificate to begin with and hopefully within two or three years, we'll have a full four-year uh, graduate course um, in devoted strictly to logistics. And when I say logistics, that's a big old broad word, as Steve says. The part of the logistics that's left out uh, of the curriculum in most of the major colleges, and I've taken courses from just about all of them through the years, is actually what happens when um, when an order is received and it's and it's ready to go between there and the end user, and that's what we want to teach the kids. That's actually where the action is. That's where they can make six figures over and over and over and over every year.
3: One of the one of the uh, goals that you've got here is to Put um, good candidates into this course. Where how many do you expect to have? Uh, how many students do you expect to have? What's the expectation for participation from the students?
1: Well, like um, like any other business, the college has put out um, to the students uh, that they are going to offer a logistics course uh, and that they do have a lab for them to work in, plus a classroom uh, and, and next door to. Uh, and that uh, we have uh, developed an intern program that they come over here and actually work and earn money for a quarter and uh, no, for a semester and get um, credit for it. So uh, we wanted pre- we wanted to see how many people, how much interest we could spur for that, and uh, ended up we've got uh, 47 people already signed up, or kids already signed up for. The first course which will begin in uh the fall of this year fall semester is,
3: is that uh are you happy with that number or did you expect less or what was your expectation that
1: well no uh you know we'd, we'd like to have uh where it's uh <laughs> where the um um uh, the lab is being used 24 hours a day seven days a week but uh, to start with uh, i'm told by the college with a new course offering that a 47 uh, number of pre-registrations is a good number now uh, that we uh, they expect about twice that when the when we actually start um, uh, the course um, in the fall um, and when you get 100 or so uh, kids and you get them in that lab it'll hold uh 43 people so that's that's two courses during uh for every day uh and so i think um i think we're going to be happy with that for to start with Uh, we look for it to grow uh that means we'll have to grow the size of it and that's okay we'll do that um uh we realize here at siphon logistics that we prop we won't get all of them some of them want to go back to their hometown some of them will have uh want to go to a larger company than we are and maybe a smaller company than we are but at least they'll have the opportunity to learn our culture to see how we do what we do Uh, and we've been successful at it we boast this and we're not afraid to say so we're a christian-run company and um Hopefully if they don't come to work for us, they'll take that culture uh, to another company and maybe it'll help that other company. And with the education that they have, it'll help them um, be able to hit the ground running and bring some of our culture into the other companies.
3: That's a, a laudable, laudable goal, both for the uh, logistics uh, uh, and, uh, and even more for business operations ethics. And so, so that's great. Do you, do you envision a, uh, a job placement uh, program after uh, these kids get a degree or uh, uh, is, is that something that uh, the university is, is considering or are they pretty much, once they graduate they're on their own? I
1: oh, know, no, well, no. Uh, UNG has had for years and years, a, a job placement uh, segment um, in their portfolio offerings for, to the students. Uh, it's like anything else, uh, colleges. Um, I've re- recently been uh, uh, appointed to the Board of Regents for State of Georgia. Uh, it's like it's like taking on another full-time job. I'm I'm in the learning. It's like drinking out of a fire hose right now uh, of all the information that I'm having to learn. But uh, but I am uh, learning that it's the same principles drive what the Board of Regents. Uh, thinks of each in particular school. It's a performance-based um, uh, idea or measurement. Um, and so uh, the more uh, that a college is involved in the future of a graduate um, on a successful basis, uh, that's what we kind of look for. So yes, they they've had a they have a placement, a job placement. They have a job fair, twice a year, which we attend, and so does uh, our competitors. Uh, we, we gain from it, they gain from it. Um, I learned a long time ago that uh, we think what we have uh, information-wise is prop- proprietary, but there's plenty of freight for all of us. Uh, the more we share our successes uh, and our failures, one to the other, uh, the better the logistics community is as a whole. Uh, and the barriers are dropped down in the community we serve, uh, the better
3: we are. So
1: it helps everybody.
3: That's, uh, again, you provided the seed money or some of the seed money for this uh, initiative with the University of North Georgia, but you're also providing a different kind of seed, which is the inspiration for other companies uh, to follow uh, the example. And I know there are many others out there doing it, but we certainly could use more of it. So, Steve, uh, that was uh, quite a bit of information. I know our audience will love it uh, and hopefully follow the examples uh, that, that are so important, given the complexity of logistics. And also, uh, the young people are distracted by so many things. And this is a great career. Uh, it's a rewarding career, and it's a career that uh, people can make a difference. So I, I'd like to get your uh, closing comments, your perspective on, on this initiative, what you think the results are, both for SciFan and others in your logistics community, and also for the, uh, the students themselves.
2: Great. Well, as far as the awareness, I think it's getting out there, and we're proud of that. Maybe contrary to what we see and hear and even allow ourselves to think sometimes, there's a extremely bright minds out there. The the 15 or 20, last, the group of the last 15, 20 we have gotten are, are not only very very aggressive and, and um, eager to learn, they're very bright and bring a, a new level of thinking and a quicker way of getting things done in, in many cases. So um, the future's bright. Uh, this, this new generation and I'm sure the future generations have, have a lot to offer. We're excited about them coming in. So
3: it's just so wonderful. Uh, we started in, in, in 1990 when I took over as publisher uh, as kind of a, a counterintuitive way of looking at logistics from the demand side which, of course, that's evolved into supply chain management and so on. Back then, as I said, transportation management was a subset of a business course and so on. So we partnered earlier with a lot of schools and, and helped them and gave them our content and all of that. So that's why we have such a, a high regard for this initiative. And, and we do hope that uh, others follow in your footsteps. And uh, I, I just like your perspective on the value of this and and uh, any any hopes that you have for the future Uh, for logistics education.
1: Right. Uh, um, There's one thing I I really want to make clear is uh, internally, uh, this is an HR effort, human resources effort. Um, Our human resource department is uh, deeply involved in this. The only thing that I do and Steve and Greg, we provide the platform for our company to operate internally and then do a little bit of the legwork and some of the some of the thinking over the horizon about um, the direction the companies go um, and how to grow it. We have completed phase one of a three-phase expansion of our office. Um, we're adding about twenty-six thousand square feet to um, our office space um, and our shop space, which means we've uh, we've figured that. Uh, we're going to have to hire 140 odd new people over the course of the next two years to uh, handle the expansion. And I'm sure uh, because of the sl- uh, supply chain issues that just about all the other companies that are operating today um, uh, are looking at those same issues in the face. So uh, uh, it's a challenge to find the right people to work with us. Uh, and if we can grow them. In our own and create them in our own uh, educational system here. Um, yay for us! Uh, it'll it'll only make uh, the supply chain more effective uh, in um, bringing our country back uh, to uh, where it was before the pandemic um, and before other uh, adverse effects uh, that we've had on our ability to uh, get the right stuff. In the right place at the right time in the right condition, and um, that's what logistics is all about.
3: Thank you, Jim. Uh, that was well put, and we appreciate you uh, addressing our audience. and I'm sure they'll learn a lot. Um, and uh, I know we're going to provide some uh, links at the bottom of this podcast for them to contact you. and If you like the University of uh, North Georgia as well, thank
0: you. Yes, yeah, exactly, uh, Jim. Uh, if our audience wants to find out more. Uh, about the program, uh, and more about scifan logistics, uh, where can we send them?
1: Uh, Jim dot S Y F A N at Syfancorp, one word, S Y F A N C O R P.com.
0: Uh, gentlemen, that was a fascinating discussion. Keith, thank you for, uh, speaking with Jim and Steve, uh, given what's gone on the last two years, uh, the uh, industry of uh, logistics and supply chain has, has never been more in the spotlight. And uh, this is a, a great uh, effort to uh, to bring more uh, people into the industry. Again, this is uh, this has been the Inbound Logistics Podcast. Those links to uh, scifan Logistics uh, will be in the show notes. Jim, Steve, scifan thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, you guys stay safe. All right, my friend.
1: Thank you all.
2: Inbound Logistics Magazine is the information leader in supply chain and logistics management. Start your free print and digital subscription today by visiting bit.ly getil That's bit.ly slash get underscore il and stay ahead of the 3PL game.